back to the Caribou Conversations podcast on faith, art, and culture. Uh, I'm not alone. I'm with Rodney, JT, Larry, and Theo is not here today. Oh, such a bummer. What? She dumped us and went to the long way. Hey. <laughs> but anyway, Theo is not with us for a couple of episodes, but we are going to miss her. But welcome back, guys. How was the long weekend? Mm. It's been fun. good, refreshing. Yeah, the farm. So yeah, I miss I miss my people. I miss my big brother. We're watching Harry Potter. So yeah, oh, the really thing. the whole thing. Yeah, he's 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 a baby. He doesn't know what Harry Potter was. <laughs> from the wow, first one. So, yeah. How long is that? <laughs> no, I didn't finish. I only watched like, <laughs> one. And then my, this right. like a two AM or something. Okay, it's yeah, like but, two hours a piece, bro. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys do Independence Weekend? Um, for me, honestly. Um, it was good, but the weather, eh, yes. Like, oh, it's, it's almost as weather. if sun shined on L's and BT was the opposite. Mm-hmm. So, that was a bit of a bummer, but it was really nice um, just having conversations with a few people about uh, just what being independent is and the small things. <laughs> I remember someone referenced the... Uh, Imagine us without going jigger. So yeah. Well, that's not a good thing, but yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the weather was pretty cold. Yeah, it was a nice day in and stuff. But yeah, I also had a few conversations with people about independence, and I noticed that people just have like (laughs) really funny views. Like I don't know, some of them know and they're just like playing the clown or whatever. Mm -hmm. But some people legitimately just don't know and they just think Independence Day just means. (laughs) <laughs> just like freedom yep, day. Yep, do whatever so, you want. Yeah, I saw this funny video on WhatsApp of a guy lying on the road <laughs> and just being like, Yeah, you know, it's it's my Ufulu day, yeah. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> sure. People just like missing the point and stuff. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it was nice. It was nice like mm. getting some people like sharing their opinions and stuff. It was yeah. a good day. I, I, I slept in. Mm. I was in bed until like one PM. Uh oh. And then I went out to get my outfit for Larry's cosplay. Wow. <laughs> and then I, I came back, ate, and then slept again. That's literally all I did. And then cool. read, I read, slept, read, and then slept again. That's so okay. <laughs> I needed to like just take it easy and uh, you know. Sweet. What did you guys think of Chilima's, um interview with Zodiac? Yo. Okay, for me, um, so the entire family at home was looking forward to it. So I was looking forward to that. In my head, I was wondering, is this also going on with other family and households across the country? Mm-hmm. So, it was that kind of thing whereby I think people are really expectant of this guy mm-hmm. because he is, I sort of say, a beacon of hope in a yeah. sense. So, I feel like... What the Yes. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like um, he did well in being respectful. Mm-hmm. How he approached the interview, you know, the, he was getting mm-hmm. a lot of questions about like, like how how did your job go? How is your job? You know, mm-hmm. have you never how uh, well how why did this fail? Why did that? So he was very respectful to um, the people he works with and his job, but I feel like there's more to come from him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I <clears throat> I personally found it disappointing. I was just like, I was expecting a lot more. Mm-hmm. Just like last time, <laughs> I feel like he didn't give us much, and mm-hmm. I was just. I was telling um, David the other day how, I don't know, I struggle with listening to politicians speak. Yeah. Like, political oh, yeah. political yeah. speech just messes with my head. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where you have to kind of, like, decipher, like, oh, yes, <laughs> I know he said this because of that, and yeah. he meant it's, like, double negative. Yeah. So, like, 
So I struggled with that and like yeah. it was a lot of like political jargon yeah. and for me it was kind of like just say what you want to say yeah. you know um and he didn't really reveal much mm-hmm. um I think I think we all knew that mm-hmm. he wanted to work with like smaller parties for like transformation and yeah. stuff and well and I'm glad that he like kind of hit the nail hard on transformation he said that a lot of times meaning that that's what he's thinking about so yeah. that's, that's pretty great mm-hmm. but other than that I don't know suspense mm-hmm. yeah so suspense even, even for me so I like I was there with my dad and mm. we were listening and listening yeah. and I'm like ah come on <laughs> <laughs> just say it, just say it and I guess his point was he's running and I was like he could have just tweeted that feel <laughs> <laughs> like Trump man but yeah. he was a bit dodgy as well like he was being too much of a politician yeah. Yeah. like yeah. I thought he's 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 gonna be more truthful and yeah. just. Yeah, maybe maybe not everyone is like us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, like yeah. the first thing is, um, I, I wonder how the majority of people who are not in the urban, mm. sort of in the city, yeah. are mm. processing him. Do oh, they even yeah. care? The people yeah. that yeah. Actually, yeah. Like, whose votes matter? Do they even yeah. care yeah. for GDMI and everything he's sure doing? Yeah, but as you're thinking, like another thing that really stood out to me is how much people respect his faith. I like that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it really sucks when like you've got this public fi- figure and people are like, yeah, he's kind of Christian, like mm, all yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff and whatever. But people really respect his faith, and yeah. I I appreciate that about him. You yeah, know, he's and devoted. like he's devoted. And he's um, devoted, yeah. I remember he mentioned something about like how uh, some people will be like jumping from church to church yeah. for votes. He's like, oh, no, yeah. like church is for a place for me to pray yeah. to express my faith. Like, mm. why am I going to do that? Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I just remembered what I was going to say that I feel like. Good politicians in Malawi give me like trust issues mm. yes. like, it's like I have heard you guys say all these things mm. but once you get voted into power yeah. it's nothing like that yeah. so I would need a lot of like assurance assurance, and like I, I find it hard to believe him like because yeah. I've been let down um, and somebody also said that he was so smart to touch on everything touched on um the Christians, yeah. the women with the whole fifty-fifty campaign, yeah. all these things. So he was smart in that, and then mm. getting all these like mm. parties to yeah. um, support him. Yeah. So, but you're right though. I think um, even the I think even the language and the way he approached it. Mm. I'm worried about how he relates to the lower, mm-hmm. like lower lower class people. Mm-hmm. In that sense, in that he seems very. It seems still up there. Yeah. So for people who are like um, not here in the urban areas, I wonder will they relate to him yeah. like we do? Yeah. yeah. And even when they had asked him for me, that was just suck. Ah, mm. They had asked him about uh, cor- uh, corruption. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, he was there debating about the existence of corruption. No, no, no. The issue was how <laughs> did you question? Deal with it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and I was there like, dude, like. Just answer the question. Just answer yeah, the question. The question. Yeah. So I can I can assume things that yeah. maybe you've been a gentleman to say, you know, you don't want to spill spill the beans and mm. all this guy. So mm. yeah, yeah. So. But enough about politics. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into our topic of this day, I oh, yeah. just want to shout out to Legendary for recording, mixing, and all the things that make this podcast happen. Yeah. If you need like 
recording and mixing and like all the good things hit them producing. up producing mm-hmm. shout out to Tino who yeah. records us adding the sauce he's got a new song out called Dalama download it on yep. SoundCloud Money. anyway <laughs> done with the shameless plugs <laughs> but, so today's topic is like one of my favorites uh, I am looking forward to just like yeah. having this discussion oh yeah especially in light of like oh yeah yeah um, in light of like independence yeah. and like us being decolonized as a people, right? Um, lately, there's been all this talk about is Christianity a Western religion, mm. and uh, what does it mean for us as Christians to mm. be African Christians and to decolonize our faith? Mm. And maybe if you guys can share your personal like experiences in that, Whew. especially like how. <clears throat> Western culture has influenced your faith. Yeah. And how do you guys navigate that space? Yeah, I think uh, for me personally, it's been the biggest influence. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of my, let's call it my reformation happened yeah. from like mm-hmm. Western guys. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest, the books I've read, all that kind of stuff. It's only recently, mm-hmm. um, especially through D as well, like just kind of thinking about our faith as Africans, mm-hmm. like what was happening before. Mm-hmm. Um the, the colonial powers got here and all that kind of stuff but yeah like for me it's been a lot of like you know the john pipers of the world and, mm-hmm. and so on i was actually listening to the guys in on native speaks talking about how his book don't waste your life was great and yeah. it made a lot of like mm-hmm. gain a lot of traction it was really mm-hmm. helpful for me especially that was one of the best books i've ever read yeah. um but one of the things that they noticed is that like written from like a white man's perspective it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's easy for you to say don't chase the American dream when for you it's kind of like you don't <laughs> have yeah. a dream like, like, like it's, <laughs> it's handed to you it's yeah. handed to you yeah. for, for a black man it's like well that was never on the table for me anyway yeah. kind of thing but obviously the principle is still there like yeah. I said it was helpful for yeah. me but it was just, it's just interesting to think about that and think about how like what does it look like from our perspective mm. you know um, so yeah uh, but for me it's been a big influence for me like western theology same thing, same thing for me. Um, like before I, like through my, my transition to, to being reformed, mm-hmm. not to say reformed as a theologian, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't yeah. identify as a reformed theologian. Oh, but, uh, okay. And the reformed is not like that's what I It's not on my level. <laughs> Come on. Uh, okay. but, but the people who walked with me, uh, Christianity because I, I was young and I was curious mm. so my old church they weren't really there and I will not mention the church but yeah mm. one of the biggest churches in Malawi so mm. they weren't there to help me but mm. it was some some white guy and one uh, some one of the disciples I think who were, who came and shared their time and so they would walk, they would walk with me through the Bible and just mm. teach me things and yeah. they weren't invited me to their church but they were like, oh guy you want to learn about the, the, the gospel and just Christianity in general so Yes, it's been big, big time Western uh, mm-hmm. influence. But at the same time, um, there were other things that I had to hold back. Like, mm, I don't want to be <laughs> too mm-hmm. much about, mm-hmm. like, to to just throw shit on, on my own. Yeah. And some things are just, because the other cultures that they don't, uh, the white guys wouldn't understand as well. Like, they wouldn't get things like hip hop and, mm-hmm. and the like. So they would like some things. Not because uh, it's biblically wrong, but I think it's just it's a, t- a smart of taste, mm. cultural, and so, and those are things would would have differences on, but otherwise, uh, the Western has really helped me to shape my mm. yeah, even recommendations and books and whatever yeah yeah, I think for me um, ever since growing up, 
Western has been around for, yeah. for the longest. So TV, um, clothing, whatnot, just everything around just seemed to be Western more and more yeah. as I grew up. So when it came to being a Christian, um, it was a no-brainer. It was like, okay, um, I already relate with this. Yeah, so why don't I just like upgrade? Yeah. <laughs> why don't I just upgrade? So, um, but, you know, um, I started to realize that if I have so been changed by the gospel and I am Malawian, why do I look exactly like these guys? You know, um, I, mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a black American. Mm-hmm. I'm a Malawian. So that those questions started to come around, and I think over the last three years, it started to reflect in the music I listen to. You know, I know there've been um, sort of like uprisings. There's been like camps whereby people feel like they've not been embraced culturally, so they kind of like rebel. While others are, are like, okay, let's bring up this conversation in a way that both camps are not affected. You know, I mean, we have to give credit to guys like John Piper and whatnot, and we have to also give credit to being black, mm-hmm. right? So that's been kind of like the wrestle for me, you know? Just like identity, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, be Christian, but be Malawian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, be proud of the things you do. Um, good things. Be proud of the things you... Uh, the food you eat... Um, the jokes you make, all these things about being a Malawian has just uh, taught me that that's what Christianity is about. It's about living uh, Christ where you are mm-hmm. and where God has put you. So yeah, that's yeah. been culture for me. I think, I think for me, it mm. was a hard and emotional process. Mm. <laughs> like, because same as you guys, when I became a Christian, I was exposed mm. to a lot of Western writings and the reformers and yeah. um, the John Pipers, the Paul Washers, and all those things. Almost my playlist of sermons and even my bookshelf did not mm. have any black people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I have a ton of books mm. in my bedroom, yeah. and maybe like only like ten percent mm. are by black people. And that's over the past year and a half of collecting intentionally like black mm. and African writers. Mm. And I wish I could remember the exact time period but mm-hmm. I just started to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. by the fact that hey why is it that everybody mm-hmm. I listen to is white? Mm, white and the only black person I listen to mm, is my pastor that, <laughs> no not my pastor apart from my pastor okay. but like I listen to them because I saw so so and so co-sign them some white ones when they say yes this is the guy against yeah, black yeah. guys like the talking black people the people mm. that have been co-signed by the white camp mm. are the ones that were on my playlist yeah. and um, yeah that kind of just started to make me uncomfortable yeah. started to research more about like African the- theology and how as you're saying JT mm. the world is white like mm. it's just how it is mm. and you have to like look hard to like yeah. you know find your people and mm. I think for the longest like in a subtle way but sometimes yeah. even directly the message that I was kind of receiving is like yes like African theologians are there yeah but like they're not solid enough yeah. mm. they're not like good enough but it's like yeah. even when you read now because there's a lot of like Catholic Anglican writers and mm. whatever and they write good things mm. but there's always something you've had, you have to like throw out mm. but there's also that saying where it's like there isn't anyone that you can agree with 100% yeah so why do we throw out our yeah. people so it's sure. been like for me a past two years of like 
navigating what does it actually like practically look yeah. like to be an African Christian. I'm, re- I'm wearing a t-shirt um, yes. that says let Africa, it's a quote that says let African Christians be Christian Africans and yeah. so I Biancato who's like an amazing African mm. theologian mm. but like what does it mean to be an African Christian? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's a very good question. I, <clears throat> I think um, for me it starts from a place of like um, and this is a bit of a confession for me. Like, mm. I, I, there was definitely a time in my life where I grew up thinking almost like West is best. So like, mm. um, yeah, like you said, like a lot mm. of the people, the black people that I listened to or read mm. was like they were co-signed by yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the white folk. I remember um, uh, the, the theologian, Augustine, I, I honestly, like I, I read that. Yeah. Um, I think um, Pasamala shared a, a few things with me mm-hmm. when I first met him. And I just assumed it was European. Like I just, assu- uh, like I just uh, assumed because I was yeah. like, "This is what like yeah. <laughs> yeah. the Western theologians are like." Exactly. Yeah. It just didn't occur to me that this guy yeah. could be African. Uh-huh. You know. So I think for me, it starts from a place of like um, not thinking West is best, mm. but kind of looking at God's word as it is and being yeah. like, "How does this relate um, to my culture?" Yeah. You know. And J- like JT was saying, and then and then answering the question of like, "What? How does it look like for me?" Like. Um, the way I speak, the way I yeah. walk, the way I talk. Yeah. What is it that I have like um, assumed in my character mm. that is not necessarily Christian, but mm. just Western? Yeah. You know, because there is like um, a divide. Yeah. And um, I guess the way that looks for me is like even like small things, like um, the analogies that we use, because yes. we learned from like yes. them. Yeah. You know, there are analogies that we can use that are relevant to our context. Yeah. The things that we know. Yeah. The life that we know. Yeah. 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 By the way, Africans have the best analogies. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. I oh. feel like putting like a twist to this conversation. Yeah. What if we could like throw out some things and we all get to say if it's Western or Christian? Yeah. So like oh. throw out like for instance, uh, going to a girl's father before asking her out on a date. Rodney? Western or Christian? <laughs> I think it is Western. It's not. Okay. It's not Christian. As I, I know, uh, people do link it to the gospel and how. Mm. Okay, if you go to your father, so you respect no authority and uh, yeah. how to reflect yeah. on God, like you, you go into God. But also, you should remember that uh, authority, like there's, there's how authorities are set up. Mm. So, like I'm from the north, so I can't. Like you have to talk on land and whatnot. That's how authority is set up. Maybe yeah. the father himself respects that. So yeah. if you don't go through that channel, it's like um, then you're dissing me. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So as much as we would want to say it's a, it's countercultural, but we yeah. should think about uh, those things uh, wisely. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's it's biblical. It's it's Western. Okay. Um, I'll actually go the other way. I think I think it is Christian, but the way it's practiced, the way we know to practice yeah. it is Western. Mm. So what I mean by that is like I think the Bible makes it very clear about the the the, the um, father's authority over mm-hmm. the daughter yeah. to the point where even if she makes a vow and the, mm. like a vow that has nothing to do with the dad, but the dad says no, mm. then she can't hold to that vow. Mm. That's authority um, over the over the daughter. Mm. However, I think the Western way is like okay. You go ask the the father first, like me, me. I the way it's practiced, I think it's is a bit different. But I can understand how, like, even in the African contract uh, context, I think it is important if you want to date a guy's daughter, be transparent. Yeah, you know, because um, I personally, um, I've talked to a lot of brothers about this, and this, I personally never struggled with this when I heard that. Yeah, that that principle, 
um, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't occur to me to apply it literally. For me, it was just kind of like be transparent, yeah. right? Yeah. So it didn't literally mean like, mm-hmm. hey, um, I've never talked to your daughter. I've just seen. <laughs> and I'd like to go through your. Like, awesome. I, that was that was weird to yeah. me by default. So it was just kind of yeah. like no. But what I learned from it is that be transparent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, like have a father find out about me two years later. Yeah. Like, what? You've been dating my daughter for two years. Mm. And the way I always... What I find helpful is trying to put myself in the father's shoes. If a guy came to me and was like, I've been dating your daughter for two years, and I just didn't know, yeah. I'm sorry, he's already, like, lost points. Like, yeah, But don't sure. you think a lot of dads don't care? Yeah, but that's, that's, that's yeah, bad. But that's bad, yeah. though. So it shouldn't be like that. So yeah. the reason I... Thought, like, what Larry's saying, that it mm. should... You, sh- you should practice that transparency to say, okay, yeah. maybe I can go directly to the father, mm-hmm. but... I can make myself visible mm. before it's too late. Yeah. Like this was happening, so it can be accountable. So yes, but at the same time, uh, I don't think like so. Some people, there are other people who don't agree or who don't understand that, and so the way we just we just put an X on them, like ah, yeah. you, you, yeah. you're wrong. And yeah. so I think we can do better as people who understand mm. like very like, various mm. points and say, okay, how do we deal with those who do not? Yeah. accept such or would not understand or would okay. not practice mm-hmm. cool something else something else yeah. i've got something but if anybody has something they can throw it out okay um, uh, i got something mm-hmm. uh-huh. um you know how like like how the u.s goes to like other countries like how it goes mm-hmm. to iraq yeah for and then starts war there like <laughs> there are bad people here and so it's, it happens in, in our church circles where some guys from the states would come and say uh-huh. we are here to fight the force Prophets in your country. <laughs> Let's wage war. So, how do you guys look at that? Like, do we have to wait for Western folks to come tell us who yeah. the bad guys are? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I think uh, it depends how it's done. Because, like, for example, uh, I know a lot of a lot of uh, these guys that we listen to will come through. Like, for example, someone like Conrad Mbewe, and yeah. be like, "What's the situation in your country?" And then, so it'd be like Conrad Mbewe is taking the lead on that, mm. not coming and be like, "Let yeah, us yeah, lead yeah, you yeah, in yeah. your fight." Yeah, yeah. So I've seen nothing wrong with someone like yeah. them stepping forward and being like, "Hey, we've got resources. Mm-hmm. You clearly know your land. Yeah. Let us help you in that fight." Yeah. And like coming and saying like, <laughs> "Yeah, but not everybody here. has that approach." Though. Exactly. But I think my other thing is always like, there's always like. Sometimes, like, the narrative of, like, African Christianity is festered with false teachers or whatever, mm. without, yes, it's true, not mm. to discredit that, yeah. but also at the same time, there's good gospel work being mm. done. And I always feel some type of way when somebody says, Africa is, like, home of false teaching without also saying, but there's what, something that God is doing through the yeah. local churches, yeah. the local missionaries there. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, I always feel some type of way. Because it's like, mm. that's also like advancing your agenda if you're only yeah. talking about false teachers. Sure. Because mm. it makes you look good for the gospel work you're doing. Mm. And hence more like money and funding for you and okay. whatever. Hey. <laughs> anyway, I've got another one. I've got yeah. another one. Okay. Um, one more. One more. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Independence. Music. Oh. African worship. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think African worship looks like? I don't know. For me, my taste of music, I really do love African music. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sometimes people do say they're not rich. Mm-hmm. It's repetitive, you know. You, but 
it's really music is cultural and yeah. and even the way that we do write our things as well mm. we have there's like there is richness but we can't we can measure it in the same way yeah. You know, after, oh man, that's yeah, such so. a good point. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, fire emojis. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's very true. But yeah. also, I think the other thing is like we do see the Bible say sing hymns or whatever. Yeah. Jesus yeah. sang hymns. Yeah. Um, probably like maybe yeah. Jewish style hymns yeah. rather than what we know now. Yeah. Um, but it does also say mm. sing hymns and spiritual songs mm. and songs and whatever. So we yeah. can also just throw out. All of our songs. Okay. There's also something like, magical that happens. Also, like, I feel like, imagine Jehoshaphat and his army, <laughs> and they're, like, singing what they know best. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, pumping them on. So I look at that as, like, um, you need to relate to the music. Oh, yeah. 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 You yeah. definitely yeah. connect in a different <laughs> yeah. way in your online music. Let's just be honest. Sure. Like, you connect in a different way with Kikera. Yeah. Okay, one more thing. Is... Marriage or wedding done only in a church setting. So is church wedding oh. or what we know as white wedding Western or Christian? And is Lobola and traditional African <laughs> <laughs> So Yeah, I think white wedding definitely Western. I mean it's even uh, in the name. Yeah, white wedding I think, like um, church wedding, right? Yeah, but yeah, like church wedding. I think the I think the, the Bible's um, kind of checklist mm. for wedding is just like holy matrimony. Mm. So that'll be done with like some sort of um, elder, pastor, um, a mature kind of church leader, mm. um, witnesses, and like um, parental, not necessarily consent, but just like parental, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, yeah, guidance and like the, the, the blessing, you know, and blessing yeah. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? So honestly, you meaning that you could have a wedding right outside because you could have all those things mm-hmm. very simply but um i think there's a lot of nice kind of um symbolism in the white wedding like i really i really really love the father walking down the daughter down the aisle yeah. and that moment of handing over mm-hmm. i think that's pretty that's that's really cool yeah you know so but yeah to answer your question totally western mm-hmm. so, so if somebody <laughs> pays the border or does your courseway or does a traditional wedding do we look at that as marriage well, all weddings are traditional. True. Yeah. yeah. So it matters. It's just so whose tradition, and mm-hmm. uh, I think there's just a lot of distortions on how we understand these practices, like mm-hmm. Mabola and the likes. But otherwise, with the proper understanding, they're good practices. Yeah. And they should be. Like, so basically, you wouldn't judge me if. No, I wouldn't. And I've in got fact, in, and like just yeah, yeah, it, it imposes actual wedding <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like my culture and. And even if no pastor blessed your wedding, mm-hmm. as long as it's the actual authority that the state, I mean the state, mm-hmm. says if you go to registrars or uh, the sheikh, mm-hmm. whosoever the state says can is has the power to, to bless weddings, does and I respect that. Mm-hmm. And if you talk to your parents and your and the guys' parents and say, oh, they are married, oh, what did it happen? Oh, it mm-hmm. happened last night. Yeah. I respect that. So mm-hmm. just the right authority did it. So, yeah. yeah, but um, but I think yeah. Like, like I said, there is that checklist, and one of those things is that holy matrimony, and yeah. there's an element of like, um, like church discipline in the sense that you need like your church to know what's going on, as in like to be the people wedding it, because yeah. um, you could have like another wife in that church, and not just that church, church the whole community, the, yeah, the whole yes, community, yes. yeah, and like because according to the law, you have to like yeah. that whole announcement thing, yeah. Is, like, yes. yeah. 
and I guess to wrap up the conversation, this is like a conversation that could go on and on. forever. But like to wrap it up, wow. a lot of people like are starting to like throw out Christianity and say, "Hey, I'm not a Christian anymore." Mm. Like in as short as possible, as I guess, what would you say to somebody who says? I'm an African, I don't want to be a Christian because Christianity is a white man's religion. How would you respond to that quickly? Um, I'll tell them that they're, they're brainwashed. Ironically, because mm. I've had this conversation with someone, ironically, mm. they were telling me I'm brainwashed mm. by the white man for, for this being a white man's religion. Yeah. But interestingly, it's just like a, a certain movement coming up where it's being labeled as like oh, the white man's religion. But if you just sit, it doesn't even take long, just yeah. sit and do your own research and track the line back, you'll see that Christianity has been in Africa long before Ethiopian um, Munich. Yeah, yeah, before before the white man got here. Yeah, and it's yeah. just a matter of like people not willing to like look at the facts mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jesus is where everyone saw yeah. <laughs> And Christianity is not confined to some geographical mm-hmm. issue to say or, or cultural. Otherwise I think it covers the whole thing. Yeah. The whole earth. And yeah. so you can find it in Saudi yeah. Arabia, you can find it yeah. in China. Yeah. So yeah and like larry said you need to just do your research like i always sometimes like laugh because like you think you're woke by saying that but you also know that you're misinformed because if you do your research you see even the bible has a special relationship with africa jesus came to africa yo yep you know like just all those things where ethiopia is in the bible like several times and all you need is like study and study the right sources and you see that Hmm. Yeah. Maybe there's something. And, and maybe if it makes you feel better that maybe you feel weak to be African, mm. no Africans enslaved the Israelites some time ago. <laughs> so maybe maybe you, that's what you want to hear. Yeah. But um, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. And also, I think the beauty of Christianity, as Rodney said, is the yeah. fact that it transcends every culture. Mm. Like it doesn't belong to one yeah. one culture. In fact. We can say that it started in the Middle Eastern culture. It didn't even start in the like oh, yeah. Western culture. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a Jewish kind of thing. Yeah. But then God, like God and Christ, transcend mm. any kind of religion. And the beauty of it is, it expresses itself differently yeah. in every culture. Amen. Hence, we can be African Christians. Thank Hence, we can be African and Christian without you. any contradiction. Like it's gone to like another level, but. Thank you for listening to this podcast once again. Thank you for your support, guys. We want to hear from you. Like, what are your thoughts on, like, this whole saga? Do you think you can be African and be Christian? Do you not agree with us? Like, tweet us your thoughts at Kalibu Convos or Facebook Kalibu Conversations or use the hashtag Kalibu Conversations. We want to hear your thoughts. Follow us, subscribe, um, do all the right things to keep this podcast going. And until next time.